0: After a big win on Wednesday, the Chicago White Sox provide Michael Kopech with almost zero run support on Thursday afternoon. They lost the game and series to the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Speaking of Kopech, he threw a ton of pitches but had actually a pretty good outing. Uh, Here's hoping the Sox bats show up for Lucas Giolito on Friday night. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Search Locked On White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan uh, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. I really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked On White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. I'm uh, going to preview the series with the Angels and Lucas Giolito on the Hill Friday. I uh, got some news and notes, including some injury updates. Uh, but first, uh, the White Sox offense uh, just did not show up uh, for Michael Kopech. Uh State of the Sox, uh, Sox are now 7-11. and uh, They lost to the Royals 5-2. to on a Thursday afternoon in 10 innings. How many times have you seen it as a White Sox fan? Uh, the team scores six, seven, eight, uh, 10, 11 runs. And then the next game, uh, lifeless. Um, lifeless has been the way the White Sox have been going the last week and a half, almost two weeks. Uh, but yesterday, uh, I, uh, it just, it was ugly, uh, again, uh, anemic offense, just, uh, five hits, two runs and, you know, you hear, uh, so much about, well, an excuse could be the cold weather and, uh, boy, it's just, you know, these April games uh, in Chicago, uh, cold weather, and the, you know, the, just the hitters, uh, aren't swinging the balls, not flying. Uh, You know, if that's the excuse, I, you know, you you almost have to then start scouting players uh, that grew up in Minnesota or in the Dakotas or in Michigan uh, that grew up in cold weather because this is how it is. And it's going to be cold into May. I feel like you're not going to get warm, uh, you know, warm baseball maybe until mid June, maybe July. Um, I'm just tired of the excuses. Uh, And it was a real shame because. Michael Kopech uh, pitched really well. We're going to get into Michael Kopech's outing uh, here. Uh, He led off the game with a walk, uh, had a ton of pitches in the first inning, uh, something like 31 pitches. And, you know, there was an article uh, a couple weeks ago, I talked about it on the podcast, uh, surrounding uh, Kopech's mentality of, being a starter opposed uh, to a reliever. And, you know, there are no margins of error uh, as a reliever. Like you can't get uh, yourself worked into a game. Uh, You sometimes get thrown into a situation and you right away have to be throwing strikes. You have to be the stopper. Um, As a starter, you know, you have a little bit of flexibility. Um, And we've seen that in a few of the Michael Kopech starts, throwing a ton of pitches uh, in the first inning, Settles down, gets stronger as the game goes on, Uh, and that and that happened today in this game for Kopech. I'm wondering, you know, and I haven't seen this. Maybe you have seen this. Maybe it's been talked about, but if you have that type of mentality as a starter, where it might take you a little while to get into a groove, when you're in the bullpen, you know, why not have somebody stand with a bat in a batter's box, and as you're warming up in the bullpen, getting ready for, uh, you know, your outing it almost, it's almost like a real live game situation just to give you that sense of, you know, I'm pitching to somebody, somebody's there, uh, in the batter's box, lefty, righty, what have you. So when you get in the game, uh, you kind of have, uh, you know, you're hitting the ground running. I, I don't know if that would even help, or maybe if it's been tried, uh, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but you know, he's settled down. Um, it was, uh, quickly, it was one, nothing for the Royals. You know, they, uh, they kind of, you know, base it here, walk here, dribbler there. Uh, you know, the, the double that was down the left field line. I mean, that was just almost an excuse me swing and he, he sliced it and it went down the line and, uh, Royals are up, uh, early, a lot of movement on Kopech's uh, pitches, ducking in and out of the zone. Um, there was a missed call by the home plate. ump. uh, should have had a, a strike three on Santana early uh, in Kopech's outing. And, you know, then there was a walk and, you know, Cats had to make a visit. Uh, this is all in the first inning. And you got to think about, you know, when there's a missed call by an umpire and you end up walking uh, a batter and it, it, it's mental, it's absolutely mental. We talked about Cease's mental approach and, and with Kopech, you got to think it's the same thing, but, you know, Kopech throws 31 pitches in the first inning and then he comes back and he throws seven pitches in the second. So there you go. Uh, it's he, you know, I think he likes having that luxury of warming up, so to speak, but you know, sometimes when the Sox have no offense, which has been the case uh, for a while now, you kind of can't spot the team runs, uh, you know, in the first inning because the Sox offense isn't going to help you out. And that was the case. Uh, Third inning, Kopech started out with a strikeout. He had that rising fastball working at 96. Uh, start of the fifth inning, Kopech was around 70 pitches. He was still sitting in the lower 90s. Uh, pitch 80 was 95 miles per hour. Uh, he had two men on, uh, nobody out. Um, his pitches started tailing. He looked a little tired, falling off the mound. Steve Stone was talking about it. Uh, Royals manufactured a run, and it was 2 nothing KC. Uh, That was it uh, for Kopech after five innings. Uh, Three hits, two earned runs, four walks, uh, three strikeouts. Uh, His ERA is down to 1.42. He threw 94 pitches in the game, and it was the walks, though. Uh, Kopech just throws way too many pitches when he has these types of outings. But, you know, he looked strong all the way through. Uh, It just looked like he was a little uncomfortable. Um, he didn't have command of his stuff, and uh, his breaking stuff was kind of moving all over the place on him, as were some of his fastballs tailing out of the zone. Uh, Banks, Ruiz, uh, Bummer came in after Kopech. Uh, Bummer uh, was a mess, gave up three runs. Only one of them uh, earned. Uh, your your offense, uh, Sox manufactured a run, and uh, Luri Garcia started at second base, and wouldn't you know it, uh, he had a home run, so you know Lurie Garcia is going to be penciled into that lineup uh, several times this weekend series with the Angels. Uh, Sox pitching issued a lot of walks uh, Thursday, eight walks to the Royals. Uh, that is a problem. Bummer, I, I don't know what's going on with him. I want to say he's better than what he's given us, but we're starting to get a sample size for 2022 and we need him. He, he is supposed to be a valuable member, that lefty uh, out of the bullpen that can throw ground balls. But when you're walking everybody, you know, you do us uh, no good. Uh, I'm going to tell you about the importance of team chemistry, and I've got some injury updates. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Hey, summer is coming, and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Uh, Throw them in your bags, uh, throw them in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, they're healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both. And it's easy. All you have to do is go to built.com and order now. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy, And actually enjoy doing it. Have you tried the Built Bar Puffs yet? Uh, They come in some crazy flavors uh, like banana cream pie and even churro. Um, They have got only 140 calories. If that's not enough flavor for you, then you might want to try the Mixed Box. Uh, The Mixed Box comes with 12 flavors of bars and puffs. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. I compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Go to built.com to get all your favorites a banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They are delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. Uh, go to built.com, use promo code locked15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, Blue Nile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces. At Blue nile.com. you can celebrate all of life's special moments, from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Not perfect? No problem. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Shop stress-free, guaranteed free shipping and returns. Need your special purchase fast? In most cases, Blue Nile can deliver overnight. Every order is insured and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Mark Mother's Day with something enduring. Classic diamond stud earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pendants, and so much more on BlueNile.com. Uh, this Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from Bluenile.com and locked on sports listeners get $50 off, $500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use code LOCKED ON. That's code LOCKED ON. Every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in a discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to Bluenile.com today. Uh, really, I appreciate you making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast, recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so I wanted to go over some stuff uh, that I was reading, picking through uh, before Thursday's game uh, kind of got you in the men- mindset of where the Sox were defensively, offensively, and uh, a little bit of glimpse of who's, uh, who could be coming back from the injury list and what kind of rehab stints are, are happening, as well as team chemistry. There's some great quotes from uh, Liam Hendricks. Um, so Michael Kopech coming into the game was uh, 1-0 with a 1.29 ERA and seven starts uh, since 2021. I thought he had a, a, a great he, he he really battled. It was a great um, sign, I should say. It wasn't necessarily a great outing on Thursday, but it was a great sign. Um, you know, he seemed to get stronger. It's just the command is going to be an issue. He threw a ton of pitches. Um, Tim Anderson's slash line against KC 350, 387, 507 with 29 runs in 35 games. This goes back to 2019. Uh, Anderson didn't really do much offensively. I was hoping for him to break out, especially against Keller. Uh, Jake Berger coming into Thursday's game. His slash line, 455, 455, 773 with two home runs, five RBIs, and six home games. Got to find a way uh, to get Jake Berger some more at-bats. Don't know if that's maybe moving him over to second base when Mancata eventually comes back, but I'd really like to see Jake Berger get some more plate appearances. He's got the power, he's got the bat. He's showing us signs of it. And uh, coming into Thursday's game, Andrew Vaughn uh, has reached base safely in 13 of 14 games. Uh, you know, I've been talking about the consistency in the lineups. Uh, there was a little bit of consistency again in Thursday's lineup. Anderson and Vaughn hit one and two for the third straight game. Uh, there was no Robert. Uh, we talked about Liori returning to the lineup, and McGuire uh, continues his streak of catching every Michael Kopech uh, start. Um, uh, this uh, this is from Scott Merkin. I found this on Twitter before the game. Tony Larusa being asked about uh, Berger and Vaughn's versatility, where they might be able to be put in. Uh, LaRussa and Berger and Vaughn being used at second said when you've got guys missing like we have, it's healthy for them and for us to be creative and build in that versatility. Uh, I think Vaughn can play uh, in the infield. He's a very impressive player. He doesn't act like a young player. He acts like he's been around because he's so good between the ears. So could maybe you see uh, Vaughn at second base? Uh, I, I, I think I would like to see Berger at second once Mankata Comes back, um, you know, ideally, I'd like to see Vaughn at first, that's his natural position. Both those guys, though, I want to see getting at bats. Um, was reading a little bit about uh, you know, what Liam Hendricks has said recently, and this is from uh, James Fegan's recent article in the Athletic The Thursday article a lot on Hendricks. Um, and some kind of momentum and team chemistry with everything that's been going on with this White Sox club. Uh, Here's uh, some quotes from the article from Hendricks. Uh, This is what he has to say. There have been a couple of team meetings about certain things staying within ourselves. Uh, There hasn't been a player meeting as of yet. Uh, That will possibly come if it doesn't work out well. And he meant on Wednesday, of course, uh, Sox won on Wednesday. So Looks like there still hasn't been a player meeting, but uh, conversations are are being had, it it sure seems like. Uh, More from Hendricks. We still need to remain that cocky, that arrogant, that confident group because no matter what, we know we've got the talent in this clubhouse and we can go on a run like more than any other team. Uh, It's been tough. The results haven't been great. The injuries have been tough emotionally, it's something, if this happens in the middle of the year, nobody really bats an eye depending on how we've done before that. It's unfortunate it's happening at the start. But I have complete faith in this group. We got a bunch of guys who bench guys on this team who on any other team are starters. That's a tribute to the talent level in this clubhouse and what we're able to do. Um, I really, you know, I enjoyed those quotes uh, from Hendrick's uh, because of the, 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 the conversation he's having and trying to talk out almost um, how emotionally taxing it is to have all these injuries, these inconsistencies on a ball club. Uh, it hurts the morale. You know, it's, it's that inability to get something going, just spinning those tires um, That then that confidence of, will it ever get going for us? And to his point, if you have got it going on already in a year, and things are going well, and you hit some of those lulls uh, during the middle of a season like most teams do, well, you can go back and say, look, look at how we started this year. We're going to be fine. We're hitting a rough patch. We'll bounce out of it. Well, the Sox have have not gotten going. Yes, they were six and two at one point, very small sample size. Yes, it was exciting. Uh, But this month of April, uh, they have not been playing very well, especially the last two weeks or so. Uh, We talked. Uh, before last uh, season in 2021, the sacks were 14 and 11 coming out of April. And, uh, it's, you know, they're going to be potentially going to have to be finishing under 500, uh, for this month. So it's, it's that mental piece when you see more guys dropping and, you know, other guys are, are hurting and, you know, they're, they're in slumps, uh, it's uh, it's a morale uh, it's a morale thing. and you just hope we could string, string a few together. Hopefully the weather maybe warms up and we can get maybe two, three wins uh, in a row. Uh, we need some help though. I think we can need some other guys and uh, an update from Merkin on MLB.com on Joan Mancada. Uh, he's going to be beginning an injury rehab assignment uh, for his right oblique on Friday with AAA Charlotte. Um, and this is Mankata talking about what's been going on. For me personally, it's been very, very difficult not being able to be on the field and helping the team, especially this month. But there's just so little I can do and I'm doing everything I can to get ready to come back and help the team. Um, Mankata took batting practice on Tuesday um, for the first time since suffering the injury at the end of spring training. Uh, he feels pretty good overall, uh, although he still feels a little something primarily when hitting from the left side, uh, more from Mancada. right now. I feel much better. I don't feel anything when I'm fielding and just a little bit when I hit, it's not a big deal right now. Uh, boy, that would be nice to get him back. Uh, Joe Kelly looks like he's going to be making a rehab uh, assignment on Friday in Charlotte as well. That's according to Larusa. And per James Feagan, Lance Lynn threw a bullpen session on Thursday. And I did see some uh, video on social media of Luis Robert doing baseball activities. So that's a promising sign. Could be getting some reinforcements back soon uh, for the White Sox. Hey, Lucas Giolito looks for another strong start on Friday. I'm going to tell you why the White Sox are going to get back on their winning ways. Going to get to that in just a moment. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline where the game starts and we've been talking about some of those over under numbers for lucas giolito since he is on the mound on friday uh the total wins in the 2022 regular season uh, bet online has the over under at 12.5 maybe you want to head over to the website earn a little cash make some bets uh, this coming weekend um Angels are in town uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and there's Monday, there's a day game. Uh, here are the pitching matchups for the weekend Lucas Giolito going Friday night. That's a 6 10 start. Vince Velasquez on Saturday, 305, uh, and Dylan, Dylan Cease on Sunday uh, at 110. Uh, Saturday, that 305 game, that's the Southside hockey jersey game. So get out there to see Velasquez and get yourself a Southside hockey jersey. I, I like the look of that jersey. i uh, excited to see it in person. Uh, Giolito this year, he's got an ERA of 1.13 and 15 strikeouts, five walks, five hits, and two appearances this season. Uh, it's a critical outing for Giolito as he builds up to where he wants to be following that opening day uh, injury. So looking at the pitch count, um, you know, just look at how he finishes on pitches. Uh, Giolito against the Angels, uh, he's two and zero with an ERA of 3.81 and 38 strikeouts and five appearances against the Angels in his career. It is supposed to be 60 degrees on Friday. Uh, no excuses from this team offensively, they're going to get back in the wind column. I can just feel it. Uh, And don't forget Monday, uh, this coming Monday, it's Southside Mondays. Uh, There are seven Monday home games uh, throughout this season left. And Sacks are going to be wearing those City Connect jerseys, uh, those Southside jerseys for Monday home games. So if you go to the game on Saturday and you get one of those hockey jerseys and you're at the game Monday, go ahead and wear that hockey jersey. You'll fit right in. Uh, Hey, thanks for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Locked on White Sox podcast everywhere you find podcasts. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Sox. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Locked on White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, Locked on MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Coming up on the next episode, I'll break down uh, what happened uh, with our White Sox against the Angels. Uh, Hopefully we're talking about uh, the Sox taking a few, uh, and I'll go over that Giolito game and uh, hopefully a great Cease performance on Sunday uh, as well. Appreciate you making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. I'm Nick Morawski. Until next time, go Sox!